0: We can be really busy teaching and and think that our students are important. We can think they're the most important. We kind of neglect some of our own uh, self-care. You know, that can be in a lot of different ways, you know, your health, having some hobbies, having friends, family, you know, being connected in your church. If you're teaching in a different location than you grew up, sometimes that That's extra hard because you don't always know a lot of people or you're in a a new church for a little while. Uh, I think it's important to to develop those relationships with people in the community and people in the church early, just as part of taking care of yourself, that you don't get so absorbed in, in your schoolwork that you never develop those, and then you're lost for a long time. You know, hobbies. I think they're important to have hobbies that are outside of the teaching circle, just to Give yourself some downtime. Develop some hobbies, and, and and you know schedule some time to do those. It's it's not selfish to ignore your teaching stuff to take care of your hot some hobby because it can, it can make you better at your teaching craft because you're not overstressed or overworked or worn out when it comes to putting energy into your teaching stuff. Self care starts kind of early in the day, I think. Michael Hyatt talks about. Morning routines and some of his stuff. I kind of have developed a morning routine, and I kind of look at it as part of my self-care. You know, I kind of stumble out in the morning, I get the coffee started, and then I, you know, sit on the chair for a little bit while it brews. You know, I get my coaster ready. If it's in the wintertime, I have an afghan that I get ready, and my books and my Bible, and and then I get my cup of coffee, and I take a few sips, and that's that's getting my morning started. You know, it's kind of like momentum, getting the ball rolling. I mean, it's in the habit that I have. Do some reading and a Bible reading plan. Do a little time praying, and then I have some time where I just read, you know, about tech or news or some other book that I'm interested in. It sounds like, oh, how do you get up so early to do that? But, you know, it starts with that that beginning routine. You know, I, I know what I'm going to do the first thing, and so when I get up, it just happens. It's it's just that. That time and, and it ends up being, you know, be anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour where, you know, there's some calming about it, but I'm still getting things started. Um, and then it's off to the races, you know. I'm married, I have some children, so it's getting the children up and having breakfast and, and driving over to school. But, you know, to start something like that, some people are like, oh, I can never do that. But, you know, focus on starting the habit. You can, you can write down what you want your morning routine to be. And then just start working on that habit, and after a bit, it becomes a habit, and and it's a good routine to be in. You're you're able to start doing some things that are profitable and getting the ball rolling um, for the day. Unplugging and going home, it, it's hard for me, and so it takes in some intentionality. You know, one thing that makes it really hard is I only have about a quarter of a mile home, and so it's not long enough to kind of close off and, you know, change gears and get my mind off of what happened at school. Some teachers, they get to school early and they do lots of stuff in the morning and then they leave right after school. I tend to get here about 15 minutes before I need to be here. We have uh, staff devotions at quarter of eight. And so I, I try to be here at 730, but then I'll stay till 430 or five. And so I've got an hour, hour and a half where I'm basically in my office and there aren't really many people around, at least for the last hour. And so that kind of helps with that changing gears, you know. I do take some stuff home, but I try not to take too much stuff home. That way it's not there in my mind. Oh, yeah, go back to my office and do this or do that. You know, health is a, is an important thing. You know, proper sleep, proper nutrition, caffeine addictions are, are probably pretty popular, pretty prevalent in in teachers' lives. I go to the Faith Builders Administrators Retreat. The, one of the first times we were we were at this one location, the people there at the retreat center said that, you know, there's one group that drinks more coffee than these Mennonite administrators, and that was the AA group, the Alcoholics Anonymous. And so let's not become addicts to our caffeine products, I suppose, because it disrupts a lot of things in just taking care of yourself. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.